Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause. Hello there, Edwin. Hey, buddy. I see you got a Bible there in your hand. What you reading? I'm going to read Psalm 28. Well, that's good. That's what we're recording. I, I'm I'm so sorry because I'm actually reading off my phone. So for you to say that just makes me laugh. But I'm going to read off my phone today because that's where I have the Net Bible. Very and good. Today we're going to be reading from the Net Bible, Psalm 28. To you, O Lord, I cry out. My protector, do not ignore me. If you do not respond to me, I will join those who are descending into the grave. Hear my plea for mercy when I cry out to you for help. When I lift my hands towards your holy temple, do not drag me away with evil men, with those who behave wickedly, who talk so friendly to their neighbors while they plan to harm them. Pay them back for their evil deeds. Pay them back for what they do. Punish them, for they do not understand the Lord's actions or the way he carries out justice. The Lord will permanently demolish them. The Lord deserves praise, for he has heard my plea for mercy. The Lord strengthens and protects me. I trust in him with all my heart. I am rescued and my heart is full of joy. I will sing to him in gratitude. The Lord strengthens his people. He protects and delivers his chosen king. Deliver your people. Empower the nation that belongs to you. Care for them like a shepherd and carry them in your arms at all times. I can't help but notice just because on Monday I made a huge deal about that like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they they translated that as I will join those who are descending into the pit. So so they they they've took this very common idea that David is just worried that he's going to die, and they made it a part of their translation. They did point out that the Hebrew is literally I will be equal with or equal with. I or will like be like yeah, <laughs> which so is what a, the other translations assembly working. So there. that's that's an interesting thing. So we've there. been pointing out uh, this week that this is a prayer. Much of this is first person. David addressed. To the Lord, it shifts a little later on, talking about how the Lord's going to treat uh, the wicked. But uh, we talked yesterday about the prayer on behalf of David, and I think the net did make this very clear, uh, asking for mercy and yes. seeking mercy. Oh yeah, okay, for himself, for himself, but not for some others. The other part of the prayer. And also, the net made this very clear. <laughs> very clear. Uh, seeking judgment for the wicked. In fact, it pay used the word back punish for their them. Evil deeds. Pay them back for what they do. Punish them. Yeah, pay them back. Pay them back. Punish them. So the New King James has render to them, which to me has a, you know kind of a flavor of equality for what they've done. You know, make this right, uh, but you know, punish them punitive. Wow. So, so yesterday you brought this up and I asked if we could hold off. Sure. So let's dig into it today. Yeah. I, I want to jump into this today because you, you started to make a really fantastic point yesterday about David's prayer for justice. What are you wanting us to see on this? Well, I think it speaks to a heart for God that even though there is a, a fear and an apprehension that I don't live up to God's perfection, I need his grace, I need his mercy. But if I love the things of God, I have to recognize that wickedness cannot be any part of him. Mm. 
Or this idea about dwelling with the Lord and on his high and holy hill. We've seen all along in this series of Psalms, the wicked are not going to be there. What needs to happen is God is going to distinguish between the righteous and between the wicked. And here's the deal. In this Psalm 28, David is looking for deliverance. Don't count me with the wicked. I know I've been wicked, but I need to be saved and I need your mercy. But at the same time, the wicked need to be judged. And if you have suffered at the hands of the wicked, as David has again and again, then actually you want to see the justice. The only place you're going to find it is with a holy and righteous God. I think there are two mistakes that we can make with this psalm. One we really hit on yesterday, and that's that's the fear. And when I say two mistakes we can make with this psalm, I'm not saying with the psalm, but two mistakes this psalm highlights. And that is one, because I have sinned, I can lose sight of the Lord's mercy. Mm. I can forget how amazing the Lord's mercy is and get caught up in despair and fear and anxiety that I'm going to get swept away because that's what happens to sinners. But the second mistake, the second mistake I can make is that because I am guilty of sin, I should overlook everybody out there who is sinning. I should overlook all the wickedness. Who am I to say Mm. that anybody should be judged by God when I realize that I deserve it just as much as they do. And this psalm addresses that and maintains the fact that a distinction should be made. But what is the distinction? So let me throw this out to you, Andrew, see what you think about this. The distinction is not, they sinned, I haven't. No, that is not the distinction. If that was the distinction, David wouldn't be having the struggles he's having in this series of Psalms. He wouldn't be having the fears and the anxieties. He would be able to say, Lord, I didn't sin. Mm -hmm. I didn't sin. I know you're not going to sweep me away with the sinners because I'm not one of them and you know I'm not one of them. So the distinction is not they sinned, I didn't. And I think even about David, Mm -hmm. let's let's put some, some handles on that. It's not they murdered and I didn't. It's not they committed adultery and I didn't. David couldn't make those claims. What's the distinction? The distinction is found in verse 5. Because they do not regard the works of the Lord or the works of his hands. Mm. This entire discussion of the wicked and the workers of evil and those who, who are going to be judged by the deeds of their hands, it gets summed up in this definition. They do not regard the work of the Lord and the work of his hands. So by ignoring the Lord or casting dispersions of the Lord. And that's the distinction, that David is seeking the Lord. David repents when he is in error and wants to follow the way of the Lord. But now these wicked, they have nothing to do with the Lord. They deny the Lord. They're interested in their own devices and the works of their own hands. You know, we get this little snapshot of the things that the wicked are involved in in verse 4. And uh, it, it's uh, there's these pairs right this contrast of what's going on with the wicked and what's going on with the lord and so you've got the work of their hands in verse four and the wicked have their endeavors uh, you know what's involved in their hearts versus the works of the lord and the operation of his hands and so in verse five the thing that i come back to is 
The real distinction is how I feel about the Lord and how I feel about his works. So certainly someone who does not regard the work of the Lord might, because of that, commit egregious, awful sins that everyone in the world agrees are sins. Mm-hmm. I think Hitler did not regard the Lord and the work of the Lord's hands. Yeah. I think everyone would agree with that. And everyone would say, yes, that guy deserves to be judged. Mm-hmm. But we we back up and what about some that aren't quite that bad? Because regarding not regarding the work of the Lord and instead regarding the work of my own hands, well, that could just be idolatry. Yeah. I could just be following after Baal. I might still be a wonderful person. I might still be, you know, I might be following Krishna mm-hmm. or Allah mm-hmm. or Moroni. Mm-hmm. And I might be a wonderful, loving person who avoids a lot of these wicked sins. And yet... What am I actually doing? I am disregarding Yahweh mm-hmm. and the work of his hands. Mm-hmm. Or what about this? What if I actually claim to love Yahweh, but I decide to worship him my own way? Mm-hmm. You know, that's actually what happened on Mount Sinai. Yeah, that's when, right. When they made that golden calf, Aaron said, this is it. This is Yahweh. This is the God who delivered you. Mm-hmm. But there was still judgment and wrath. Why? Because we don't get to worship God our way. We have to regard his hands and the work of his hands. And there's a couple of things here, and that is, well, namely, this this idea of tolerance that just says I should never, ever rebuke anything or, or ask for God to judge anything. I need to understand how truly awful it is to disregard Yahweh. Mm -hmm. I need to understand how devastating and perverted and distorting it is to disregard the work of Yahweh's hands. Yes. When I lift up the work of my hands, and honestly, that could also be a religion that is based on, look at how amazing and wonderful and awesome I am. I've done all these amazing, wonderful things, so I deserve heaven. I deserve salvation. And so we see this this struggle that David's had, and we all can appreciate it, but the struggle is part of his regarding the work of the Lord's hands. He's able to look at his own hands and realize, I, I didn't save myself. I can't save myself. I need the Lord to save me. I think the wicked might look at a psalm like this and just say, David, I, I, I think you're just uh, beating yourself up about some things here. You know, you're, you're, you're no worse than the next man and you're better than most. Uh, and yeah, you, you know, your hands are bloody about some things. So I don't know why you want to ask God to be hard on other people. Uh, you know, wouldn't he just be hard on you too? Who do you think you are? And David is pointing out, it's not about me, it's about God. Remember me according to your loving kindness, according to your steadfast love, not according to the works of my hands. But there are a whole lot of people that cannot bring themselves to turn to God like that. Mm-hmm. No, remember me according to the works of my hands, because my hands are great. Right. My hands are great. I, you, I, I don't deserve... Look, I'm just as good as the next guy. I mean, look at David. You're saving him, and he's a murderer and an adulterer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think... Here's one of the things. Just recently, I was reading through in my personal reading in First Chronicles, and I noticed something really for the first time. In First Chronicles 10 and verse 13, so Saul died for his breach of faith. He broke faith with the Lord in that he did not keep the command of the Lord and also consulted a medium seeking guidance. He did not seek guidance from the Lord. Therefore, the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Jesse. You know, I imagine most of us comparing David 
mm-hmm. uh, committing adultery with Bathsheba, conspiring to murder Uriah versus Saul, consulting a medium. I think most of us would say, well, obviously David was the worst sinner. Obviously, that is way worse than consulting a medium. But God says he didn't consult the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that one of us would say, some of us would say, I, I shouldn't word it, well, but God wasn't responding to him. So, of course, he had to do this. Well, and that's part of the problem, isn't it? When God doesn't work the way I want him to work, and right. so I start coming up with my own stuff. Creates now, problems. Now I'm not regarding the work of the Lord. I'm regarding the work of my own hands. And, of course, for Saul, that started way before the medium. That was kind of the capstone. That was the nail in the coffin, and God judges him for that. But what we see in this psalm is, one, just because I have sinned doesn't mean I'm going to be lost, but I need to turn to the Lord like David did. But I still have to recognize how wicked and awful it is to disregard Yahweh. It does not matter how good a person is. If they're disregarding Yahweh, we need to take the message of the gospel to them. We need to show that the judgment is coming. And we need to be okay with it because that is how amazing our God is. He should not be disregarded. Justice is right because it stems from God and his holiness, even if we're on the wrong side of it. And if we're on the wrong side of it, then we need his mercy, and that can be found and found in Christ. We rejoice in the mercy, and we rejoice in the justice. Be merciful to me, a sinner. Thank you very much for joining in on our conversation today. We'd love to hear from you. You can send us a message at texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Andrew, wrap us up with a prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we might be able to spend a few moments and read this psalm today to encourage one another in your word. Father, as we reflected upon the prayer of David in this psalm, we we echo his desire for your mercy. And we pray, Father, that you would give us the courage to speak directly against to against wickedness and the works of the wicked. We pray, Father, we might search out our own hearts and see wherein we are lifting up the works of our own hands over and against your great works. We pray, Father, we might be corrected in those things to seek your truth and walk in your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. I wish we had just recorded all that conversation we just had. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a great episode. I'm sorry, I guess I was supposed to start. Good morning, Edwin. (laughs) All right, we get lots of outtakes this week. My mind just went totally blank. Oh, man. What needs to happen is God makes a... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this, is, this is like we need a blooper reel. This is ridiculous. <laughs>
Uh, <clears throat> all right, one better, more time. Better one you time. than me today. I, I'm glad. <clears throat> I'm glad that I'm not the only one that happens to. 